Welcome to season three of Feng Shui Your Day. This season is about blending feng shui with the real world. We'll learn here how to take steps to be that 1% better each day. And that 1% will ripple into your environment and continue to shift many other things on the planet. Optimistic? Well, you bet. Together, we can make things change. I'm Catherine Wilking. Let's check in with our guest today on Feng Shui Your Day. Good morning, good afternoon, or evening, wherever you may be today. Welcome to Feng Shui Your Day. I'm your host, Catherine Wilking. Feng Shui is an art, a science, and a lifestyle. It's not just about gold coins and flowers. It's about the energy, the things you can see, and the things you cannot. For some basic tips about increasing the energy or raising the vibe in your space, you can pick up a free guide if you'd like to learn more. 10 Ways to Raise Qi Energy in Any Space. It's available on my website, katherinewilking.com. Life can be tough some days. We've lived through grade school, adolescence, and did what was expected of us. And you know what? Many of us aren't really happy. The quest for happiness is very common in all age groups. Happiness does have a sliding scale. It can be comforting to know that you're safe, a secure job, a loving family, and your daily routine running smoothly. But what about your inner soul and how do you find happiness or does it find you? Our guest today achieved all kinds of milestones, but what she didn't have was a soulmate. She was told to never depend on a man and she should focus on her career. Hmm. Does this resonate with you? So where does one go to find love, a true soulmate, and ultimately happiness? Well, let's meet our guest, Daniel Astor. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, thank you so much, and thank you for that beautiful intro. Uh, uh, yes, yes, I, I'm sure many people can resonate, especially women can resonate with that idea that you should go for all things, career, financial, being big in the world, and love will have to just wait, it comes second. Yeah, for sure. So Daniela helps successful entrepreneur women find their love. Growing up, she was fed this mindset of do not depend on a man. Your career comes first, love comes second. And of course, she couldn't ignore the evidence. The promise was empty. Daniela got tired of her lackluster dating experience and began an experiment, an experiment with new up. <laughs> a new method to get her love and create a complete life of her dreams. So let's just jump in here. So Daniela, tell us a bit about your situation, experience growing up and finding yourself. Well, thank you for asking. I think I'm just to be completely transparent here. I'm 45 years old and I am the product of a feminist mother who worked very hard to get where she is and she is extraordinary. And I always heard all the positive things about my abilities in this world was possible for me. You can do anything, you can be anything. And that was all really great, but there was an underlying message for me, which was, but you have to take advantage of everything that's available to you and you cannot slow down. And if you do, you're going to be left behind, which I think was maybe a typical um, perspective of, you know, the go-getter, the go-getter mindset of men in the fifties, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it was just basically transfer mentality. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was just basically transferred like, okay, you can have that too. Well, thank you. Except <laughs> it's not exactly what I wanted. It wasn't exactly what I asked for. And so I, you know, but being a good child, I did what I was supposed to do. And, 
you know, like many women focused on my education, my career, have many different career switches. And, you know, despite being intelligent and capable and doing well in every single place, I wasn't happy. And I just basically stopped. I said, you know what, this is not working for me. I need to do something different. And that's why I became an entrepreneur, which seemingly is very little to do with love. But quite frankly, <laughs> it allowed me to think outside the box or at least jump ship from what I was being told. And all the while I realized something is missing. And the thing that was missing was me. I wasn't present in any of those career paths, any of those day-to-day mm-hmm. activities, any of it. And I just felt alone. I felt lonely. I felt empty. And the one place, to be quite frank, where I felt like I could experiment and play was in dating. And it wasn't in dating online. It was just dating like going out. And it mm-hmm. didn't, you know, going out and, you know, because again, this was like, you know, in the dark ages of the nineties <laughs> and then the turn of the century where, you know, online dating wasn't as as commonplace as it is now. No, so- that's right. But but the the great thing about yeah, your generation is the the red carpet was out for you to to pick and choose and not only that but it's more confusing when you have more choices certainly absolutely right? you're trying to do everything or learn about everything and it's and it's it's difficult even the guys don't know what to do either you know certainly, <laughs> certainly. Really the red cool. carpet was out in in the best way possible if you look at it the red it was like everything's available to you in terms of love, in terms of your lifestyle, in terms of where you could go financially. You're not stuck in the class system. You can be anything you want to be. And that's overwhelming. <laughs> At least it was for me. And I think it is for many people. Um, but but in terms of love and dating, because there was so little importance placed on it, because I was mm. I received the message that this has got to come next. You have to be safe and have a safe job and make have a nest egg and make money. I really didn't put very much importance on love and dating myself, but that allowed me to almost have, have a very light touch and um, not take it too seriously, which was really the magic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like there's no rules, right? Absolutely. That's the whole thing. So was there a catalyst or a turning point that shifted you in your journey? Yes. I, there were two. The first turning point was after college when I realized that, oh, I I can enjoy dating. I'm visible. I can basically become anything I want to become and appear any way I want to appear. And therefore, dating was fun. It was sort of like trying on different roles mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, was, it was playful. And that lasted for a bit. And it was great. And then it started getting not fun. And it started to feel not fulfilling. And after... The next turning point was, you know, I have to say about 15 years later, when I realized after a a very, a very dramatic breakup to me, that the person I thought I was going to marry wasn't the person that I I thought he was. And he really just, you know, that was not not to be. Mm -hmm. And I made a decision. I said, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this part of my experience. And it's not feeling good anymore. And I want to have a person who looks at me and says, you're the one, you're my one, you're my person. And I want to have that best friend that I haven't met yet. And oh my God, I have no idea how to do that. (laughs) And so that was, that was a real turning point where I, 
had to see that that complete gap in in knowledge and wisdom and experience because I didn't know how to have a long term relationship that lasted. Yeah, and yeah, and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do now. I don't know how, but I guess I'll figure it out. Oh, that's so cool because. Uh, just, just a personal note. I found this amazing, amazing guy. I wasn't even looking. I was in a kind of a low spot and, and he was as well too. And, and we just, here we go. Um, but you know what, here we are after 25 years or so, he still wants to kiss me. Good morning. Oh. <laughs> it's like, just some days you just, you know, come on, shoe fly kind of stuff. <laughs> so It's just that. so, so cute that okay we gotta have our good morning kiss and it's it's really really sweet and i you're just chuckling here i know it's and it's it's, it's cute it's really cute and you know what a lot of girls don't get that so let's is, let's take it all step of life that's so it fantastic is. and i love how you said you weren't even looking for it you know because mm-hmm. i would bet i would bet that although you weren't actively looking for it it was absolutely in your heart and you're like yeah that's some that's for me i must have been ready you know just it was like wow all of a sudden we got mommy daddy two kids and two cats and it was like <laughs> it was already laid out for us it was just one and no interference from the spouses the ex-spouses so you know what it worked out just beautifully and i know all those single mom years of not being able to move into a better job or timing around the schools and holidays and living to paycheck to paycheck. Well, actually life is better with feng shui. At least you're taking charge of yourself, right? One of the threads on this show, feng shui your day is to provide a segue between our guest products and services and feng shui. And you see, we've already mentioned survival skills, the pursuit of happiness and trying to get ahead and trying to please people and trying to have it all. But when we learn more and we mature, we find out that it's a quality of life about taking charge and having the ability to make sound decisions. Hmm. And that'll cultivate the right partnership for you. So feng shui also includes finding the balance in your life and adapting with the changes and the progress along the journey. Feng shui never goes out of style and its principles and theories are still available throughout the ages. So not only do you learn about setting up your environment to support uh, future successes, but there's other new energy to tap into, confirming that you're in the right place at the right time, whatever that may mean for you. A little bit more about Daniela. Uh, for 10 years, she's coached the most elite women in business to find loving, committed partners. And so they can multiply life's riches together. I love that. I love that. And so with these women in mind, she created the Love IQ method to unlock your innate intelligence to love and be loved. Wow. I want to hear more about this method, Daniela. (laughs) Well, the Love IQ method is something that I created with, as I said, with the women that I coach in mind, because these are high achieving women Mm -hmm. and women who need to understand on an intellectual level, what exactly is going on? What is this, this magical thing that I'm missing? And of course, the joke in all things is that you're not missing anything. It's too big to miss. It's love and it's in you and you are it. So I say you must increase your love IQ, your love, you know, your love intelligence quotient, but it's innate. It's really recognizing what's inside. So when you recognize Yes, what you want, which is my first step, six step process, what you want, what did you get instead? Why, why did you receive what you had in the past? 
which is, you can be answered on so many different ways. There's a physical way of like, well, you know, this is what happened. This person, you know, we dated, we broke up and this is how it went down. Why? Because my mother and my father, you know, are completely made me neurotic and I have all these limiting beliefs. That's, that's one, another reason. But the truth of it is because you get everything that you are, everything that you are in terms of love. And so there's no mistakes, there's no wrong answers, and there's no, I'm late. There's no, oh my God, I'm 40. And what's going to happen? Who's going to be left over? There's a dregs of the online space. I've heard it all. It's, you're completely on time. You're perfectly right. And mm -hmm. let's continue that. And so the next step of this Love IQ method is, okay, so if you truly understand why everything happened the way it happened, here we are. What do you really want? Knowing what you know, knowing who you are and loving everything that you are, because my God, it takes so much love to create a beautiful space, to create a beautiful home, to say, I'm going to, a beautiful internal space where you're not criticizing yourself and others all day long. <laughs> Once you find that, it's very simple to say, I know what I want. And you, and you want it from a place of loving it mm. versus mm -hmm. lacking it or being resentful of it. And I find a lot of women and of course, men too, uh, say they want love. They say they want a partner and all the things that go along with it. But the way they're speaking is, is there's the, <laughs> the la love is the last thing <laughs> that, that they're emanating, you know? And so if you say you want love and you truly want a partner, it's, it's a sincere thing. There's no way it can't be there. Mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. See, as soon as a woman comes into the house, now they take over the cooking and the, the cleaning and the hanging up the curtains and stuff like that. And, the laundry and it feels like there's got to be room for love in here somewhere, <laughs> not just taking care of the house, you know? So that's, that's something that, that can click too. If you don't get some help with some of the chores and the day-to-day -day tasks, at least me, I'm looking for some help as a partner, not just a maid service. And, and, and yes, that'll show up in those conversations that you're talking about. And one of the things we talk about here on Feng Shui Your Day is to step up to the plate. My challenge on this show is about setting boundaries for yourself and to improve yourself 1% each day. Just 1% can help you remember to hold your tongue, calm down, build confidence, and even patience in a situation. And here we are finding love after 40, and you can do it because there's people in my extended relatives here that have found true love in their 40s. No problem at all. So there's a lot of stressors out there learning who to trust and who's wearing a persona to get the girl. And uh, what do you think about dating apps out there, Daniela? Yes. Traditionally, dating apps are thought of as the only way to date because there's no other way to meet anybody in modern day times. I disagree with that. I think that you can meet anybody as long as you're living, breathing and leaving your home. You can certainly meet somebody. And of course, you will. I think dating apps work beautifully, but they're also just a tool. And if used incorrectly, they could be actually quite dangerous many scammers, many people who are do romantic scams, romantic financial scams. I've heard, I've seen too much. And I think that it's something that people must be wary about. And I teach my clients this one to recognize the red flags of online dating and recognize red flags also just in your first communication and your first interactions with anybody, either online or over text mm -hmm. or even 
on a first date. And it's important to recognize that, as you said, some people have a facade that is not who they are, and some people are sincere. And you don't always know who it is. And the reason why is because romance and love and weddings and the whole Hallmark industry, as we'll call it, was created by a person or people with a facade. That's not actual real love. And anyone who's been in a relationship like yourself who (laughs) understands what love is will tell you that's not quite it. So we don't know what to look for. So there's a certain thing that I, so I train my clients to understand what it is to look for and what not to look for. And there are red flags. And then once you understand what they are, you can say, okay, this person is showcasing that they might have a facade. There might not be anything underneath there, even though they're saying the right things, even though they're doing the things Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. uh, a book like the rules would tell you to do, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They didn't, the, our generation didn't seem to have a lot of counsel from parents (laughs) to (laughs) what was right. I was just told, don't let anybody touch you. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which, That's good know, information, but bare minimum. Okay. Great. Yeah. The, you know, the, and I, I do think that again, in the modern world, there's, there's a, there's a certain hunting ground online where you're just exposed to more people who are able to have a facade and show and a literal facade by telling you who they are, this person and putting up a picture, which mm-hmm. is not to say that this is all about the dangers of online dating or the dangers of dating in general. That's not what I'm at about at all, but we are bombarded. That's just the nature of things. If you allow yourself to be open to everything without knowing who you are first, without setting your own parameters first, you will be bombarded by with, with false information and, and a whole offers. lot of yeah, yeah, offers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In every way. Uh, do you think uh, dating changes with your stage of life? Certainly. I certainly do. I think it doesn't, I don't think it has to. Um, I think younger men and women can certainly date with a true sense of self and date to find their partner, but that might not be what they want. They, they can certainly date with a true sense of self, knowing full well that they want to experiment. They want to play. They want to meet a lot of, you know, it's all about them and their own experiences. At a certain point in life, let's say you're premenopausal, but you are you are divorced or you got out of a relationship. So you're single and you have what you would consider baggage, mm-hmm. but still perhaps want to have a child or another child. That is a very particular point of life where a woman can often feel pressured, time sensitivity, that, you know, men will look at her and say, Oh, you're not, you're not, you don't really want to be with me. You want to be with a sperm donor, you know. <laughs> so there's there's that element of parsing out what is a true desire for a family, if that's the case, and what is a true desire for a intimate relationship and what's most important. And there really is that question, you know, if you had to choose, which I don't believe you do, but as a, almost like a spiritual test, mm-hmm. what's most, mm-hmm. what, what is most important to you? Because that's what you go after. Everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. So if you want yeah. the child, the love will fall into place. If you want mm-hmm. the love, the child will fall into place. And I really believe that in one way or another, if you are in a state where you're after menopause or you just basically do not, that's not your desire to have a, you know, to have a a child or a biological biological child, then you can say, okay, well, do I want to have stepchildren? 
Do I want somebody with a family? Do I want somebody who has been in a relationship? What does that mean? Do I want somebody who hasn't been in a relationship? Oh gosh, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, there are all these implications and I understand all of them. And there's some truth to all of the implications and fears. But what I focus on is you're going after a human being in this moment in time. And no matter what their past is, if you, which you, if you can hold on to nothing, if you can re release your past as something that is working against you, that's something that you're dragging along. If you could just show up as you are, <laughs> I, it's, it can feel like a big deal, right? But yeah. if that which you can, you have to trust that the person that you're sitting across from can do the same. Mm -hmm. And and they can, they certainly can. They're, if you can do it, somebody else can too. And that's the person you need to look for. You know, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Daniela, you've been so amazing to encourage all of us uh, with so much information for any of us wanting to find that balance in our lives by trying to find a true soulmate. So tell us how we can contact you after this podcast. How can people get a hold of you? Well, I have a very loved free three video series about how to find your love. And in it, I really outline my love IQ method and give you the everything. I give you everything, what you need to do, what you need to think about and what you need to be concerned with as you go about finding your love at any stage of your life, because this really is for your heart and your heart is, doesn't have an age. <laughs> it's for you. For sure. So just let's review this here. Uh, you have a free mini video series. It's three steps to get your love. And mm -hmm. you're talking about this love IQ method. And the link yeah. is in the show notes. And so we'll get that to you. So a little bit of last thoughts. Daniela, she created the love IQ method to unlock your innate intelligence to love and be loved. It's called the love intelligent quotient, the love intelligent quotient or love IQ, because you were saying that real fast. I've just been taking it slower for our audience here. So love IQ, Daniela's clients enjoy supportive marriages, inspiring personal lives, multiple financial wealth. And last but not least, of course, the experience of a deeper, more profound love. So there you have it, listeners. If you are looking for that special someone willing to try new things and get new results, you want to contact Daniela and she'll help you find and define what you are inside and what you are looking for. I wish to thank you, Daniela, for joining us on the show today. Feng Shui, your day. You've been so informative, giving us all hope and strategy to live a full and happy life. So don't forget to check out Daniela's video series. It's a free mini video series. There's three of them there. Three steps to get your love. So check out the link in the show notes. And I believe together we can make the world a better place. Well, thank you so much. And I believe in everybody. When you have more love in any shape, any form, life is great. So to your love, everybody has it. It's all inside of you. Share it freely and um, it will hug you back. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I also wish to thank our listeners today. If you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share it with a friend who can also benefit. It's been an honor and my pleasure to share a little piece of today with you. I'm your host, Catherine Wilking, and I'll see you next week. <music>